I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alenios Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alenios Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And it's the voice that makes you moist. Marcus. Uh, guys, so we're talking about the first podcast started about how to get more Twitter followers. Yes. And I think I figured it out. Okay. Uh, so do y'all know who Andrew Sullivan is? No. No. All right, I gotta Google him real quick to know to sure what, what it is he does. I was hoping you were gonna say for. Andrew Ryan. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, fake person. Marcus would definitely know who a fake person is. <laughs> Listen, there are lots of famous fake people. All right. The New Republic is who he writes for. Okay. Uh, he is a little bald British American man, which just sounds redundant. Honestly, yeah, isn't that the most annoying thing American. in the world? Like, I know that America is a cultural melting pot, but I just hate when I I can't hear any accent on the street, and I would love it except my British accent. Yeah. I hate it. Mm-hmm. It reminds you of the Queen. Exactly. <laughs> Someone did comment that it was very dark that we laughed at Princess Diana's death, and I was like, fuck It you. was forever ago. Cares. Yes. It was weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but, no, Andrew Sullivan is all, currently having a good moment on Twitter right now because he has for years been a guy who believes, but can't necessarily say he believes, that race determines intelligence. He He's like... Mm-hmm. There are genetic differences between groups of people, and some people are just smarter than others. And it turns out it's always me. <laughs> I'm always it's just. It's weird how it works out that way. Then why people are just smarter? I don't know. Yeah, why science bald is, Twitter user? I mean, just the, the absolute smartest group of people. The science developed by white people says white people are smarter. Yeah. What do you want? Makes, from sense. Me? Makes sense. Makes I am reading the same fabricated numbers that you are. I mean. <laughs> We're using the same IQ scale about it for French children 200 years ago. Of course, we're just better. It's that is. And listen, he's like, he's like, listen, but this is all just who knows what it could be. We're just always at the top of the test. I can't know what to tell you. <laughs> but like, and today, like they were people, so much like they were coming at him basically saying, you know, hey, if you if you think that other people are less intelligent because of race, just say so. And he was like, okay, well, if you don't, if, fine. How do you explain the fact that Ash? Ashkenazi Jews have more Nobel prizes than anybody else, and I'm like, what the fuck kind of question is that? What does that prove? Yeah, I like. Could it be the fact that, they, that I don't know that like it's not their race? It's probably the fact that most of them were German, and the fucking awards are given mostly to European scientists, which G- Germany has an overwhelming amount of people in it. Yeah, but he wants to. Be, but he's like, I'm not racist, guys. I said the Jews are the smartest ones. I can't be racist. <laughs> The question isn't who's the most smartest, it's who's the least, Yeah. right? Why is it more likely that an American person wins the MLB championship than any other person in the world? I don't know. I don't know. The numbers are there, though. I don't know. <laughs> oh, 
So yeah, you know what, Seth? You're right. Every American team has won the Super Bowl since it started. Exactly. So clearly, we're just better than everybody else. Exactly. At a sport that nobody else cares about. Um, he even he even said he even said this. Seth, you'll love this one. Yes. How come white men have won the most Oscars for best for best oh, uh, actor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I mean, clearly, if we've evolved better acting, exactly. Be better all the white men and, judges, you know, <laughs> judging the white men movies. It's not like there wasn't a time when, first of all, there weren't even any black options because there weren't even any black, you know, movies being made. And then once there were, they weren't respected. And that period has extended till today. <laughs> we still don't yeah. right. respect a lot of minority filmmakers. So I'm going to go on Twitter and I'm going to start saying stuff like that and get a lot of people following me for my <laughs> stupid takes. That's the thing. And then we can, get, we can sucker those, list, those people in to listen to this podcast mm-hmm. and they'll realize how <laughs> stupid they are and they'll never listen again. I can't be racist, though. So I think I said I'll be as like, I'm going to start getting really into astrology and be like, well, clearly Tauruses have bigger penises than Sagittarii or whatever. I can, I can do this. <laughs> well, I'm greatly offended here, sir. Capricorns have big peepee. Big salami. Uh-huh. Big I would know because I am also Capricorn. <laughs> exactly. There. Of all the Capricorns in Marcus's house, he has the biggest penis. So it's what does that true. tell you about Capricorn? <laughs> it's true, man. The sample size is just it's incredible. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you think about it. Yeah, so that's gonna be my new gimmick. I'm gonna get a lot of followers by saying the dumbest shit possible, which will probably get you. You can write the fucking New Republic, apparently, if you just are an idiot. Yeah, that's actually that's the real ticket. We kind of talked about this too. Is like you gotta like already have some kind of name. It has to be big. That's something I've realized is I'll like stumble upon some journalist or whatever, and they're like, oh, come listen to my podcast, and I'll check it out, and like they have a decently popular podcast, and I'm like, I've never even fucking heard of this person. So like, you don't even have to be famous. You just gotta have. Something going for you upstairs, apparently. And it doesn't have to be good. You just have to be able no. to articulate thoughts, good or bad. <laughs> for a publication. I course. mean, look at look at Joe Rogan, man. I mean, no offense to Joe Rogan. I guess so offense to Joe Rogan. Yeah, offense to Joe Rogan. But he has nothing going on in his brain. And that's probably why he's so <laughs> successful is the fact that he any information just passes through him like a fucking a sieve. Yeah. From week to week, I don't think that man has any idea what, what has changed on his podcast and in the world around him. I mean, Unless isn't, isn't he UFC. just, isn't he just on DMT when he's doing this podcast? Just... Oh yeah. He's one of those big DMT boys. He, <laughs> he loves it. He's like this. He's, he's like, we should legalize this before we legalize weed. I want to do DMT. Yeah. Which, Hey, I support that view that I, that's one Joe Rogan view I can get behind and probably his only actual view, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I think that's one of the reasons he's been able to become such a cultural icon as he, he represents, I don't want to say a nihilism, but he represents an almost apathy towards anything that matters <laughs> for a lot of people. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, th- I think that just worked for the, the target audience he goes for, which is, I guess, just white bros from ages, I don't know, 16 to 30. I think he just nailed it for them. So, yeah. Well, think about how many people you know in your life who have no real political views or convictions. They just a shocking sort of amount. glide through. And I bet you most of them are white dudes, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They just glide through life, not even think about anything. They don't need to, right? Yeah. 
it's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Also, I when I Google Ezra Sullivan. I got his spouse. He's gay, and his husband is <clears throat> a fucking smoke show. So I'm not sure how this happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, how this dumpy little asshole ended up with this hottie. <laughs> I don't get it, but who knows what love does? Barry Weiss uh, is another crazy New York Times something kind of writer who dated fucking. Uh, she dated um. God damn it. She's on SNL. She's the like the one good one that's still there. Kate McKinnon? Kate Mc... Yes. She dated her for a, a while. Wow. Which was a very weird thing to do because Barry Weiss is a complete asshole. I mean, remember when... I mean, this isn't a, a, a writer, but freaking Cory Booker was dating Rosario Dawson. I think maybe he still is. I think they still are dating, yeah. yeah. That's just... Mm-hmm. Especially, since, especially since the person she dated right before him was Eric Andre... Can you imagine two opposite people (laughs) on a spectrum of people? That's a weird contrast. So strange. Jeez. So yeah, weird, weird pairings, I guess. Yeah. Cory Booker just has, you know, going upstairs, he has, it seems like he does, but if you hear him talk, he doesn't really have any beliefs. No. Any kind of, nothing. No, no, no. He, uh, yeah, he's like a charisma vacuum. I will, we've talked about it on the podcast before. We've litigated it a hundred times, but I will never, ever, 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 ever forgive Mike Schur and the Parks and Recreation guys for letting Cory Booker and whatever that other guy's name was do their little bit about having a band uh, between the, the, the political lines. Yeah, That was some of the worst. Com- I mean, I know they're not actors, but you know what? Mm-hmm. Maybe don't let them act then because it was some of the worst comedy I'd ever seen on national television. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, Parks and Rec has a lot to answer for in terms of why are uh, endearing liberals to young people is Oh yeah, the absolute obsession with Joe Biden. And of course oh. they had no idea that he'd become president one day, but still. <laughs> you know what still strikes me as one of the worst political moves I've ever seen in my entire life that somehow didn't matter in the end? What? It was Kamala Harris on some late night show doing the fucking Oh the Wakanda, Wakanda Forever. Yeah. And she's just like there's nothing happening in her eyes. She's just saying Wakanda Forever and yeah. doing the thing. And you're like, really? This is just like bad. I know. I, I didn't get it. I mean they did the stupid Colbert thing with the the Democrat in game. I mean another thing we've litigated <laughs> on this podcast before. And it's just bad. It's just like guys. Are we just playing the hits? Maybe Is we that are. Today or? Maybe we are. We gotta find some new material. Uh, okay, first thing we cannot do. We can't mention Elon Musk. We can't. Okay. <laughs> one time we say his name. Yeah. And it's over. Can't go back to that well. Uh, I guess there's stuff happening with the fucking. Well, we saw what what happened with. Well, first of all, I guess the the big thing. Uh. Well, for me, anyways, was the Biden is going to pull us out of Afghanistan, apparently, finally. Yeah. Cool. We'll see. Yeah. Just like a lot. Once again, there's it's just this big culture of say something to get people support, and then you basically never have to act on it. You just got to say, oh, I'm the one who will do this. And then people are like, oh, well, hear that? He's going to take us out of Afghanistan. And years later, they're never going to even check if we're out of Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and and plus, when we leave Afghanistan, we're not really going to leave it because they've already said they're going to leave behind mercenaries and CIA agents and shit to continue doing the work there. It just won't be the American military. It'll be Blackwater is there now. Yeah. So it's like, we're not really leaving it. So I don't really... F- and also, hey, Iraq. We want about Iraq ever? Is that going to happen at some point? Yeah, I remember, remember when we killed bin Laden, the whole thing that was like, oh, we're going to be out within probably a year. Mm-hmm. Still there. <laughs> Two presidents later. Oh my god. Seth, somebody you you mentioned Bin Laden and somebody posted that goddamn clip from the newsroom. You remember what I'm talking about? Where they're on the plane no. and the plane's takeoff is delayed. You haven't seen this? I've seen a bunch of clips from that show, not this one. The plane's takeoff is delayed, right? And everyone on the plane is getting nervous. Like, what's going on? What could be possibly happening? You know, because planes don't get delayed all the fucking time. <laughs> was there a terrorist attack or something? And it's the fucking guys from the news channel, which is what it's probably, I think it's literally called just the news channel yeah. out of Atlanta. And the guy gets up and he's like, try, this is greasy looking motherfucker, gets up and is trying to tell everybody what happened. And the lady comes up, the steward is like, hey, no, hey, you, you cannot take control of the cabin. I'm like, wow, really? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> And he's telling her, like, listen, lady, I'll do whatever I want. I'm calling the captain. And the captain comes out, and this motherfucker looks at the fucking wings on his chest and gets emotionally distraught. He gets choked up by seeing his fucking pilot's wings. And he's like, Captain, sir, sir, I wanted to say, sir, that usually the first one to know, tonight, we, the United States military killed Osama bin Laden for you. Mm. And everyone starts to get emotional yeah. and hugging and shit. I'll tell you one thing. And like, I wonder what happened if Marky Mark was on that plane. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have been any tears shed out of sadness. Would have been out of ass kickery, I think. <laughs> but Seth, the pilot turns to the co-pilot and they shake hands. And they're like, <laughs> we did it. And the people are like, when are we taking off? And they're like, never. <laughs> we live here now. It will still be 25 to 30 minutes. On, I'm sorry, but yes. On this tarmac, we will build our church. <laughs> it hurts me every time I watch this fucking clip, but I watch it every time. It's just so... It's so bad. I mean, we honestly have, for decades, let Aaron Sorkin get away with absolute murder. Once again, yeah. playing the hits, talking about Aaron Sorkin. Um, but man, you can pull almost any seven minutes out of the newsroom and it's absolutely some of the most awful shit in the world. There's one episode yeah. where the this girl is going to leak that, I can't remember, it was like her or one of her friends got raped by a guy at her college. Her, yeah. Yeah, she got raped. And then the whole, the, the hero of the moment is the guy who convinces her not to do it. He's like, oh no, don't don't tell people about this. It, it'll, it'll hurt everyone's image. And that's supposed to be the good oh, guy. Same guy. Yeah. Oh, it's the same guy? Yeah, that's the guy that does the whole, like, we killed Bin Laden for you. Oh, God. And, yeah, it's so so fucking disgusting that he's like, yeah, don't tell people who did it, because you could ruin his reputation. And she's like, but he raped me. And he's like, yeah, but then other people might do it. Yeah. And then she's like, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. (laughs) You got a good goddamn point. I'm sorry I even considered it, sir. She shakes his hand. (laughs) (laughs) I, so yeah, the newsroom is bad, and Aaron Sorkin is a hack. Um, yeah, but yeah, we killed Bin Laden, and then sort of just kept doing the shit we were doing for how, I mean, how many how many years ago was it that we killed Bin Laden? Does anybody know off the top of their head? I was in tenth grade. So. 
Yeah, that would be 2011. It's been 10 years. I think that was 2011 that we killed it. It was either 10 or 11 that we killed it. When you Google death of Ben, the first thing we get before Ben Laden is is death of Bing Crosby. Uh, a much more important mm. moment in history. He was killed in 2011. Yes, it's 10 years. What was the, what, what was there a date there? Yeah, May 2nd. Okay, it's almost, yeah, in like two weeks, it'll be 10 years. And we're still over there. And we're still podcasting about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like, you know, you could, you could almost say that Bin Laden was never the actual objective and probably had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Which is usually You could case. say that. Yeah. <laughs> so... I guess we're going to leave Afghanistan. Uh, uh, I guess we'll see. Eventually, one day. Probably a few presidents. Also, Biden, the whole... Did y'all see what the, the refugee cap they had? No. So America has a... We, we, you know, America, the country that... Uh, I'm familiar. No, don't vamp <laughs> for a second. Okay. Uh, Marcus, <clears throat> where are you from? Land, uh, the land of the free. Uh, oh, home wait, the, the home of the brave? Yep, you, you got it. Same okay. place. Yeah. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. That yeah, that bit. All that yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not from uh so not France. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. No, 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 no. No accent, okay. so not from uh, I got it. I won't read the whole thing, but y'all know what this is. It says right here with with silent lips. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these, the homeless tempest tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. Mm-hmm. Like, super Emma Lazarus, super, you know, famous poem. Statue of Liberty, right there. Well, America has a cap on the number of refugees we'll take every year. And the president, I guess, sets that cap. And Trump set it to a very low 15,000 people. 15,000 people. Wow. Out of all the billions of people on the earth. 15,000 are lucky to come to America. And Biden said, we're going to keep it that way. And that was the lowest number it's ever been yeah. in history. And so, it, apparently, I will say that enough people yelled at them from his own fucking party, I guess. They're going to now revise it to a higher number. 20,000. Yeah, Ooh. I was gonna say seventeen thousand. <laughs> Hard work, baby. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Remains to be seen how high it'll be, but I guess I guess getting mad will do something. That's right. hilarious. I actually did see something. It's actually we didn't talk about it last week, but you sent an article to us about uh, it was some. I can't remember what publication it was, but basically it was this think piece that's like if you don't like. Uh, sweatshops. That means you don't like women in the workplace. <laughs> and the weird thing was it was written in complete earnestness and it was some of the most asinine shit I'd ever seen because basically their whole point was and once again, their point is valid in a lot of less developed countries working in factories and sweatshops is, a, is one of the only ways for a woman to get out of the household and make money for herself. That is true. No no denying it. But their whole point is, so if you don't like sweatshops, that basically means you want these women in less developed countries to not have jobs. And I'm, they never even try to address the point that I don't, I don't not want them to have jobs. I want them to have jobs that aren't sweatshops. I want their rights as workers and people to be treated fairly. 
But they right. never once try to address that in the article. The whole article is just like, yeah, well, if you don't like sweatshops, <laughs> you're a misogynist, dummy. So now you have to like them. And I was I was completely appalled at how it was written. That person probably has Beautiful a podcast. Framing. Oh yeah. Well, they, they probably make like three times what we make working at some fucking blog or or newspaper. Yeah. But let's be honest. What really what it really is, and what I, sadly I've learned about a lot of people who work in uh, journalism, they have rich parents. Yeah. That is. <laughs> sadly. How there are very there are you'd be surprised how few journalists don't have some kind of parental support financially, <laughs> especially ones that live in like New York. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You'll so, you'll need it at that point. <laughs> yeah. Like all those folks are right for those like gaming websites like Kotaku and, and Polygon and shit. All of them got rich parents. Yeah. There's no way you could afford to live in New York City off the salary of what they're going to pay you there. Exactly. No way. Even like sixty k, no fucking way. No, uh-uh. no, no, no. You are that's poverty wage there. Yeah, not happening. So, not that it matters, I guess. But yeah, this 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 dumb article stuff. It's kind of like saying it's like the dumbest argument to me always is one like, hey, things are this way, and they can't ever be different. So if you don't like them, you're, you're the bad person. <laughs> I, right. That's what I was so like. I read the. I barely ever, when I get this mad at an article, I barely ever finish it, which is probably a bad practice of mine. But I read the whole damn thing thinking at one point, they're like, okay, the valid criticism of this is this. No, they completely bulldoze over any valid criticism of their stupid point that I'm sure mm-hmm. was paid for by some sweatshop somewhere <laughs> to get yeah. get people off their back. Because they're, they're just like, hey, you know, feminism, if, you, if you're a feminist, you have to like sweatshops. Sorry. Which is so dumb because what like the sweatshops are literally just cutting costs for like Walmart yeah. and Target and all these huge for places. the Western world basically, right? <sighs> Which yeah. is so fucking dumb because they are insanely rich and can easily afford to pay the exactly. workers' living wages. Yeah, that's one thing we don't even address is the fact that people talk about oh nothing's made in America anymore. The reason things aren't made in America is because American companies, even ones that have billions and millions of dollars, don't want to pay American workers. That's the only, yep. that's that's the reason we would make plenty of stuff if it wasn't for right. that. They they and the people who push that agenda are the same ones that are funding sweatshops. Mm-hmm. So yeah. weird. Here's here's the same article written like 150 years ago. Uh, oh, so you don't like slave plantations? So you want to kill all the Africans? Cool. Oh yeah, you must not like uh, vegetables and food and grain. <laughs> Sorry, right? You must not like wearing clothes. Apparently. Well, let's be honest here. It's mostly you don't like cotton. That's why I said wearing clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like that's the same argument. It's literally the same argument. Like. You hate this thing, and here's one, not even a side benefit, to be honest, just a, a material condition of it, and you means you hate this person that's involved in it, when they have no choice in the matter, you know? Yeah. Like, do you think those women want to work in a sweatshop? I don't think so. No. If, if, what if, if, you think that if the option was, oh, you can work at a, you know, a nice nine to five, you know, job with air conditioning, they would take the sweatshop over that? I don't think so. <laughs> what is your argument? Right. It's just, I don't understand. It's like, it's like the same argument we get today where like, oh, you don't, you don't like paying for, you know, your medical bills, you know, paying like millions of dollars to get worked on. Well, I guess you just rather die then, huh? Yeah. As if there's no alternative to this. Exactly. But then when people don't want to pay taxes, it's totally cool. They're like, oh yeah, I don't want to pay taxes either. I'm like, 
just pay taxes. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's just part of it. And the, the worst I part... Have... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, Marcus, you go ahead. Um, I think the worst part about this whole scenario is it's just it's just grand victim blaming, honestly. Like, oh, you're you're poor, you're desperate, you have to work here? Shame on you. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, that must suck. And, and it's like, when when did we get to this point where where we're always pointing the finger at the person who who needs the most help and not the huge corporation that can easily fix this? Like seriously, that most of our problems would be gone if oh, we yeah. held huge companies accountable for yeah. like some of the shit they do. A lot of our problems would be solved if they just paid their damn taxes. Also that. You know, Marcus, it's almost like those same giant corporations are the ones who fund articles like this. Mm. Yeah, it's almost like Amazon has bought up the majority of local news stations in America for a reason. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so crazy how, I mean, what are you going to do? You know, I mean, I mean, eventually it'll come down to bloodshed, but... In the meantime, I guess all you can do is like try and stay woke. As, <laughs> as, as cliche as it is to say that, yeah, stay fucking woke, like for real. Yep. Like when you read something, don't just blindly accept what it says. Think about it critically for a minute and be like, whose agenda is this serving? You know, like who does it benefit for me to believe this? Right. Like when a commercial come on and say Amazon is or UPS or whatever, Amazon's moving all our trucks to electric by the end of you know twenty twenty five. Okay, the electricity still comes from somewhere, right? Yeah. And it ain't solar plants, and it ain't wind turbines, so where is it coming from? But they're going electric, so. Right. It's <laughs> cool. Oh, oh, why oh you don't like electric cars? Well, guess what? Apparently, you don't like getting things delivered or having any kind of services. I almost mentioned the name of the guy I can't talk about, but this is why I don't... <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't like ele- this whole this whole like get an electric car. You you do you, you hit the environment or something? Get an electric car. It's like the electricity still gets made at a factory that's probably burning coal. Like it's not helpful at all as we transition the power sources themselves. Again, trying to put an individual solution onto a systemic problem is never gonna work. Yeah. It's the it's same not. thing with recycling. Like, mm-hmm. oh, like, oh, you should recycle. And it's like, okay, even if you do your due diligence and you fucking recycle. Then you realize that we burn 99% of our recycling anyway. It's like, oh, okay, well, fuck me, right? Mm-hmm. I guess I did the thing I was told to do, and I still get fucked for it. Got it. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, should you recycle? Yes, clearly you should. It's, 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 you should. Yeah. But it's not going to solve the bigger issue, because individual, like, like, oh, eat less meat to save the planet. They're not going to fucking grow less cows because you ate less meat. Yeah. Right. Um, you know who <laughs> should be recycling is the Coca-Cola Corporation. If they recycled, we'd be in a much better place. Even if you don't eat that meat, here's what's going to happen. They will still make something amount of meat and throw that shit in the fucking garbage if you don't buy it in time. They don't give a fuck. That's not how it works. Yeah. So you're not going to boycott or you're in your way into, like, change. Because it's just not going to happen. However, on a lighter note, speaking of Mm. cutting out meat, I recently had a mushroom burger at Shake Shack, and it was pretty damn good. Um, I gotta say, mushroom can probably replace beef in a lot of cases for me when it comes to burgers. I actually, I actually think, I actually believe in it a lot. I think it'll work out pretty well. 
Yeah. yeah, I think that it, mushrooms not the same taste as beef, but it has its own different distinct exactly. taste, which is good. I know. I love. I love a a big old mush. <laughs> Marcus, are you a mush man? I'm a mush man. <laughs> yes. Nice. Yes, I love mushrooms. I like to get the, the the big portobello caps and cook them in the oven with some some butter and garlic on them. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I don't know that if even moving to like mushrooms and plant-based foods will do. I mean, it, it would do a lot with the environment to not have to grow meat in the amount of. Hey, here's the here's guys. Here's an argument. Oh, so you don't want to eat meat? So I guess you want all those cows to be exterminated. Yeah, I guess then, you huh? hate cows. I guess you want cow <laughs> extermination camps then. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> then you're you're you, and you're just like. I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm just I'm just trying to propose a solution to a problem. Oh God. Right. Or the the old classic like oh you you don't like capitalism because you hate money then it's like uh, yeah kind of actually <laughs> <Money> is fucking <laughs> yeah. it's like money is not capitalism it's it's a medium exchange that goes back we had fucking gold coins and shit long before capitalism existed yeah it's but still it's like uh, it's like, like okay so I'll, I'll tell you guys something that happened recently yeah uh, Star Trek. We all know it. It's a show. Been around for a long yeah. fucking time. Mm-hmm. You could say that Star Trek generally has pretty progressive politics, right? Like like Gene Roddenberry was a lefty kind of guy, and he put that shit in his show. Like, he had a black woman working on the fucking, the, the fucking Enterprise. There was a Russian guy there as well. Yeah. Like, he was progressive for the time. Well, recently, the Star Trek website, the official Star Trek website, uh, interviewed a guy on Twitter named Boomer Niner, who is known as the Star, the Star Trek communist. And he's a, a, a communist who loves Star Trek, and he's big into, like, cosplaying and stuff like that. And, y'all, the Twitter replies were fucking disgusting yeah. to this tweet. So many people were like, man, this is so not Star Trek. This is, how dare you glorify communism in my Star Trek? <laughs> Yeah. And it's just like... <laughs> I gotta say, I read some of the replies. I had one I wanted to bring up, and I forgot the wording of it. But I gotta say, any time that I sit back and I feel like there is some hope left for civilization, I go look at the Twitter replies to pretty much any tweet, and I'm like, oh no, we're all fucked. <laughs> because it, it is honestly when I realize that there are so many people who are just so far beyond uh, reconciliation with reality... In any way possible. And it, just, it pains me every time. And I always tell myself, I'm like, just don't look at the replies. But honestly, I want to know what people are saying and what people will honestly just openly type on the internet. Yeah. Even under anonymity, people say, like, people say some stuff I wouldn't even want to type. I mean, because I, I don't hold those opinions. But still, like, I feel like even if I did have that opinion, I wouldn't want to say it on the internet. People will just say anything. Oh, and the Star Trek communist thing was crazy people were like oh well explain yeah. to me this how is it that uh, the it's a social society if they're all working on this ship and i'm like i don't think you understand how the federation works <laughs> i don't even think you have the slightest idea how the federation works and my whole thing is like what economic model do you think star trek follows then do you yeah. think it's capitalist do you ever see anybody buy anything yeah. in star you think trek? they're paying rent like what do you, <laughs> right. what do you think they're on this ship for it's so stupid. It's like at no point does fucking Jory LaForge pull out his fucking wallet. It's like it's not happening. Well, he has um iPay. He just ah, okay. he just walks up and goes, zip, "Fuck zip. you! This show is over. I'm gonna go kill myself now. Fuck off." Oh my god. Um. Yeah, but it's like it's so stupid. It's like these people were just like talking about the most wild shit. Like, like oh, so you buy your costumes, huh? Real good for a communist. You know. 
What do you want me to do? I don't get to choose. I don't get to just make us a communist society. But even then, it's like, do you think that Karl Marx just somehow generated his own, like, food and water from nowhere? Like, exactly. Hey, man, he has a fucking you, replicator, obviously. <laughs> you, get to gener- you, you, you get to participate in the society that you live in. You don't have to like it because you live in it. Exactly. You know? And that's the thing. The, uh, the whole problem with ever bringing up that kind of logic in an argument is that if you bring that up, that means you have zero complaints about the world you live in. If your whole idea is, oh, well, you, if you participate in society, why do you even say anything? It's like, why do you say anything? Do you have literally no negative beliefs at all? Because if so, you're breaking your own rules. Yeah. It makes no you sense. Can't, you can't critique things anymore, I guess. No one can say anything about anything anymore. It's all perfect. Yeah. It's all great at this point. That's what I love when you, like, I follow a bunch of film critics on Twitter. And they'll say something bad about a movie. And then people are like, oh, if you don't like it, why'd you even watch it? It's like, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> What kind of world would we be if we didn't criticize anything? <laughs> right. H- how would you know what you didn't like if you didn't watch exactly. it? Exactly. Or they'll just be like, oh, why do, you even, why do you even say anything if you didn't like it? It's like, well, you know, I mean, that's kind of my job. <laughs> and it's like kind of fun to critique things, good or bad. Like that whole, like, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. That's some shit you tell primary school children to make them not, like, abuse one yeah. another. And it's not applicable yeah. to the adult world. That's what you say when you're trying to, like, even in the adult world, like, if you're in a social interaction with someone. Yeah, you don't have to just be a dick about things. But if you're talking about a movie or a video game, you can say anything you want. Right. Right. <laughs> and people think that criticism somehow means that, like, I don't know how to put this, like, if you criticize something, you don't like it. And it's like, no, you can criticize things you still like. You can no. be like, yeah, this part of it sucked, but I like the rest of it or whatever. I feel like I'm more critical of things I like than things I don't. <laughs> yeah. And plus, there's enjoyment to be had out of critiquing things and, and saying stuff. You know, right. like, sometimes watching a bad movie and saying why it's bad is fun. Exactly. And it teaches you why good movies are good. I think you just right. described the, the podcast, man. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Marcus. No problem. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did just so I was, fucking shut the whole podcast down now. Yeah, basically, Marcus just he just he just he ended it. Stopping recording this, now. This is the peak. <laughs> Marcus explained the whole premise of pretty much every podcast. Everyone uh-huh. just stop talking now. Yeah. <laughs> Car talk can go on. I think because they talk about cars. I think this is yeah. like a useful information off that one. <sighs> so I will say this uh, to to put a fucking damper on things for a minute here yeah. is. How about the cops, y'all? Still fucking murdering people I constantly. Mean, hey, yeah, that's literally their job, so they're not gonna stop because a few people are upset. I watched the video of that kid, Adam Toledo. Did y'all see this? Yep. Yeah, the kid cop here. is running down the alley. Kid, kid <laughs> happens to be in the wrong up. place. Hands up. Get shot, and then the cop is like, "Oh, oh, are are you okay?" Yeah. Has, you, has the absolute, sack of shit. He has the gall to go up and say, are you okay to a person he has just murdered in the street? Like, if he shot him in the leg, sure. But you know he didn't shoot him in the leg. He shouldn't have been no. shot at all. He said, where are you shot? You know, motherfucker, you're the one that did it. Yeah. Are you that bad at shooting that you don't know where you even hit? So, oops, that, that wasn't my taser. <laughs> you all right, though? Fucker. You know, the weird thing is, if the kid had kept running, he might still be alive right now. Yeah. Because he got shot when he stopped and complied. I doubt it. Because they'd probably chase him, shoot him seven times, say he was a resisting arrest. Sprinkle some crack. 
Um, it still wilds me, though, because the, the second he complied, he gets shot. So what does that even say? What should, what should you do now? Yeah. What's your argument? And then, then? Pe- people's whole argument is, oh, he shouldn't have been running from the police. And I'm like, sure. But guess what? He was a kid, and he ran because he was scared. Just like any person, doesn't matter what age you are, mm-hmm. could do in that scenario. He realized he was wrong. He stopped and complied. Or not wrong, but he realized that he should be stopping and complying to hopefully extend his own life. And then was gunned down. I mean, where you, where your your defense falls apart right there, okay? It, yeah. A person was scared. They reacted the way people... We have this thing called fight or flight. You talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. They, t- they bring it up with cops. Like, oh, cops have fight or flight senses. And I'm like, okay. so do other people. <laughs> all the other people in the world, they have that too. But, yeah. but when people are running from the cops, they obviously did something wrong. So exactly. They deserve the seven bullets in the back, obviously. Yeah, I watched the video, and the cop literally just jumps out of the cruiser, and he pushes some other person to the ground, like, doesn't even give a fuck, just shoves yeah. this person to the fucking asphalt, and his partner are cuffing them while he's chasing the kid. And they say the kid ditched a gun. Let me tell you something. They can post pictures of that gun at the site all they want. I will never, I will never believe you. Yeah. There is, you, here's what you gotta do. You fucking need to learn how to astral project your ass back in time to the moment it happened and somehow take me with you. Cause I'll tell you right now, that gun's planted. Yeah. The cop, yeah. that fucking gun there. Yeah. You can't, you can't trust the police anymore. Like, literally. And plus the, the gun has the slide locked back on it. It, it can't even possibly be fired. So it's like, what are you trying to, to say? What are you trying to pull over my fucking eyes here? Fuck you. Yeah. I mean, None of this even matters because this is this is coming from like what like a few days earlier someone already got shot and murdered and that mm-hmm. was during the freaking case of uh, the guy who killed George Floyd yeah so this is all shopping, just bullshit shopping. shuffling shit around these cops are just gonna get paid days off they're gonna go back yep. to work shooting people so yep. it's just like. It's madness. I can't even understand. This was the Chicago Police Department. The least trustworthy cops on the face of the planet. I would trust the fucking, I don't know, the fucking KGB before I would trust these fucking guys. Of course. You know? On anything. Yeah. It's insane. After the way they, remember the Jussie Smollett thing? Remember that shit? Oh, (laughs) yeah. They fucking dragged his ass through the fucking street, basically. His his name, I mean, fucking... And, and it turned out all they just made it all up. Basically, they they just fucking fabricated evidence the whole fucking time. Yeah. Why would you ever trust anything the Chicago police tell you? Yeah. Why I would don't you trust know. anything the police tell you at this point? That's true. Like, yeah. Any police office in the world. Murder is their fucking business. They're not going to stop. So. But especially when it comes, these guys had a, had black sites. They were putting people in undocumented for months at a time to like torture them like they did in fucking Iraq and shit. It's like, why would you ever, like the Chicago Police Department cannot be reformed. I'm sorry. They, I mean, all cops can't be reformed, but these guys are at the top of the fucking list. If I had to pick one department, we need to go with them first. Yeah. They're, they're beyond, uh, repair. They've killed so many people. It's fucking crazy, man. It's like, and we just accept it, I guess. Yeah. It's tough. And I mean, I can't even remember where this happened, but it was a video, and this might be from three or four years ago at this point. There's a video of one police officer who literally chased this guy down on the street, like hopped over a fence to get to the guy, and then shot him, and then took out a gun and put it on his body. Oh, yeah. And pe- pe- Walter Scott. Yeah, people from far away recorded it, and guess what happened? 
nothing. No, actually, he did. He did go to jail. He did. Oh yeah. my god! I saw an update like a month or two later that said nothing had happened. Well, well that's they, good. They were going to arrest him, but the, the cell phone video was literally the only reason his ass got put Damn. on got mm-hmm. jail. Because yep. because he didn't see it, right? He had no idea he was being filmed, so th- he didn't know. So like, finally, somebody caught this shit happening. Yeah, and people were like, and then after that, the big push was like, oh, let's make sure all police have body cams. Guess what? Now we have body cam footage of them murdering people, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a what a great they system. Fucking- they watched that fucking dude kneel on George Floyd's neck for nine minutes from multiple different cameras, and we're having a. I, mean, I know we got to have a trial about it, but like, fuck, how many supporters he has? It's insane. Yeah. And at during the George Floyd protest, they were like, "What? What are they? They were like wearing this certain patch, and it was like covering their body cam. And they're like, "Oh no, we actually have to wear this for during these events for riot stuff." And it's like, "No, you're just trying to cover up the fact that you're going to beat people to death in the street." Mm-hmm. Yeah. They put the fucking the tape over their fucking the, their names and their badges too. Yeah, so the fuck their name is. I mean, and that guy they killed recently with the, with the I'm gonna taser you. I'm gonna taser you. And she shoots him, and she's like, "Oh fuck, I shot him." There's I have held both a gun and a taser in my hand. You There's would no know. mistaking it. <laughs> One's made of plastic. <laughs> yeah, one is feels much like a toy, and one is an actual piece of steel in your hand. And they want us to buy that story. No. No. The, fu- the funny shit is, like, people who support police don't buy that story. Mm, no. Which is, like, holy shit. If that's not enough to get these fuckers fired permanently, then then what's next, man? They're just going to go murdering again. Yeah. They support her for killing him, basically. That's what it is. Of course. Yeah. They don't give a shit. And to me, even plus, when these police officers, like, let's say they go through due process and they do actually get convicted, to me... That's like one step forward and 10 steps back because, yeah, one person got served justice, but it just means that we're going to continue with the system we already have. There's no, none of this, nothing out of this has led to any kind of actual police reform or any idea of truly defunding the police on a national scale. So they can have any scapegoats they want. People can fall. It does not matter. They're not taking any proactive steps to make the police better, so there's there's no reason to trust them, like Marcus said. And also, let's let's just take it like one step further. the The argument that this is just a few bad apples is is dead. Yeah. It's been dead I, for a I while. I want to see these good apples, right? Yeah. And the fucked up thing is, like, police stations will actively fire a good apple. Honestly, because yes. they don't it. want that. They want people who are going to enforce. And murder people, not people who are actually going to serve and protect. Exactly. So, <laughs> the, the whole barrel is rotten, sir. <laughs> the police invented internal affairs so that you could report other police officers and then you could get fired. They invented right. internal affairs to make sure that good cops don't get back on the street. <laughs> it was the whole reason. Okay, guys, I have to re- revise my statement about Walter Scott's Uh-oh. murderer, Michael Slager. Apparently... There was a mistrial because the jury came deadlocked. 11 out of 12 jurors. 11 out of 12 favorite conviction for first degree murder. 11 out of 12. Deadlocked. Couldn't couldn't convince the last guy. Hey, guess what? 12 angry men didn't happen in real life, yeah. turns out. Uh, well, the opposite version of that. And so they did a retrial, which was then dropped because he pled guilty to a federal, federal charge of like, what is it here? It says, violating Scott's civil rights. It's civil right to be alive, I guess. 
So eventually, what it comes down to is 18 years in prison. Okay. After we watched him do it, after yeah. we watched him put a taser on his body. Yeah, after we watched him kill a man and then plant evidence on that man. Something that should get you buried under the jail, in my opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. 18 years. Wow. Absolutely fucking stupid. wonder if he gets off early for good behavior. <laughs> Definitely. He tried to appeal for reduction of sentence because his defense was incompetent. That's what he says. His defense was incompetent. Yeah, they couldn't scrub this video from the internet. They're incompetent. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking idiots. Oh my god. There's no stupid shit here. It says right here. It's like, oh, it says right here that... uh, um... Oh, wait, no. Interesting. Yeah, stupid shit. It says, oh, Scott had alcohol in his system when he he was killed. Oh, okay. That totally Who legal cares? substance. Yeah. So, okay, next. That's like they said George Floyd was on drugs. And I'm like, I don't care if George Floyd was on PCP that was made of meth that was on crack. I don't care. <laughs> you don't deserve to be killed for it. There's no amount. Yeah, that's like the Trayvon, Trayvon Martin thing. Like, oh, he had like marijuana in his backpack, which one at this point, I'm not even sure wasn't planted now, now that I know where I am. But even then, he's a high school kid with marijuana. That is not a death sentence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like again they didn't shoot George Floyd. They knelt on his neck until he died. Yeah. One of the and I'm saying one they, of the uh, every guy there is responsible. Exactly. Yeah. One of the hardest ways to like. I mean, what am I trying to say? It's very difficult to not intend to do that. You know, there was no accident. Do you see the video? We've all seen his face. It wasn't an accident. He didn't. He did not know what he was doing. He yeah. knelt there and told the guy fucking died. Like. And we have to, so, I mean, I guess we do have to have a trial. And they might, they're in deliberations right now. They might convict him. Who knows? But we've watched the video. Yeah. You saw it. There's one piece of evidence that you need, and it's that. I, I mean, just, what, what, what's the reasonable reason to kneel on someone's neck for nine minutes? They were a Nazi. Yeah. Hey, I'll take that. Hey, you got it. You got yeah. it. Go home. Except and it's George Floyd, though. Yeah, except the problem in this case is the Nazi was the one kneeling on someone's neck. Yeah. Exactly. There's no reason for it to happen. No. I mean, but we all know this. Everyone listening to this knows this. It's not, a, it's not, it's any reasonable human being. This is not a debate. We know that he murdered him. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. But, but you know what the weird thing is? You'd be surprised how many completely unreasonable people there are in this world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. It's just mostly veiled racism is what it is. Like, barely veiled, I should say. Yeah. I think there are, there are so many people who are 100%. I think honestly think in their head they're convinced they are not racist. But they don't realize how absolutely racist they are. Oh, for sure. But I, I will say this to everybody out there: uh, the, my, the 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 Adam Toledo video. Do not watch it. Um, I yeah, watched no. the full thing because most of the people that, that posted just posted like once you get shot, it's over. If you keep watching, it just gets much worse. And so I do not recommend anybody watch that. It haunted me for for days afterwards. So do yourselves a favor and just know that it's bad and and it's fucking terrible, guys. Yeah, it's rough shit. Well, but I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah. So on to something a little bit lighter. Um, like, um, you guys were kind of gushing before you recorded about a big lady from Resident <laughs> Evil. So I want to know. Lady Demetrescu. I want to know. As a person who 
I don't know. I, don't, I barely know anything. I didn't even watch the trailer. I just kind of know what she looks like. Can you guys explain the phenomenon behind Big Lady for me? <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, everyone likes ladies. Okay. And... Well, I don't know if that's quite true, but yeah, go okay. ahead. Everyone has an appreciation for ladies. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I would hope. Like, yeah. yeah. They deserve it. And, uh... I don't know. She's she's got this, and this she's deadly big. charm. Yeah, she's huge. Yeah, she's much taller she's, than Marcus. She's, she, she's <laughs> your your tall, big titty goth mom. Uh, and is she a vampire or a zombie or a ghost? She has Lady Deathstrike uh, claws that she can pull out. Okay, and she's going and to presumably be a villain in the game. Yes, she is the Mr. X version uh, that chases you around the castle and uh, yells, you pathetic man thing, which again, step on me, uh, <laughs> Lady Demetrius you Mommy. I can't, uh, I can't wait. So I, can't I don't, wait. once again, obviously I don't play the Resident Evil games, but I heard from credible sources that Resident Evil 7 was an absolute banger of a game. It was good, yes. So what is the, what is the hype level for Village at this point? Honestly, I'd say it's pretty high. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, Seven was... <laughs> Seven's genuinely terrifying. Like, it is. Yeah. Total change from, like, Five and Six, for sure. Right. Yeah, and, I like, played the... Six with a friend, and I was like, this doesn't feel like a Resident I'm Evil sorry. game. <laughs> yeah, six was, it was so mm-hmm. bad. <laughs> but, yeah, it didn't feel like the Resident Evil games that I'd, I'd seen in the past, so I, I thought maybe it was a departure. The RE2 make is pretty is pretty close to, to, to classic Resident Evil, and then four changed it to action kind of stuff, and then seven was back was like a whole new breed of like first person horror, yeah. like it was very different. And they all follow the same like timeline that the movies do, right? They line up perfectly with the movies, the Resident Evil mm-hmm. movies that Paul W S Anderson and Mila Jovovich. <laughs> those movies, yes, uh, that's exactly what happened. Oh, okay. you're, you're completely correct. Um. But yeah, so the seven was really good. I like the the, the 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 enemies had like a personality for once, like and very much in your face, like taunting you as they chased you around the fucking place. The chainsaw fight is oh, the chainsaw fight is just great. You had me at chainsaw fight, right? I need to watch. Don't I watch a YouTube video of this? Yeah, so you, if you would die playing this game. You could not handle it. I don't, yeah, the first, I don't know if I could. The first few times you fight the dead, it's it's horribly like one sided, and you like barely scrape out of it. The chainsaw fight is you finally being level with him. It's just like, yes, you old son of a bitch. It's a hard fight, too, but it it's is. so satisfying. Nice. The, the worst fight to me is the one where you have to go fight the spider mom. Oh, my oh. God. And you know it. You know it's coming. Yeah, spider mom also sounds like something I'm, I'm not too keen on. <laughs> no, spider mom. Oh, God. What a horrible fight I like spider man. Is it like that? No, <laughs> it's not. It's not like it's like man spider. If <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, eight. I think our village is is. Uh, listen, Capcom knows what they did. They understand mm-hmm. that putting the big lady in the game was going to get this reaction, and they're leaning into it, giving us her shoe size and putting life size standees of her in fucking stores. They know. They understand what's happening here. Yeah. Um. So it's it's gonna be something that's for sure. There's a demo on PS5 right now, Seth. You should check it out. I, you know what? I think I get it. I think I understand the the gist of it. Hey, the good news is only th- only thirty minutes. You can play it for so. Ooh. Is it is it just like 
the whole game you only have 30 minutes to play or is it like a 30 minute like section of the game because if, if, if that's true speedrunners are gonna go crazy with this one <laughs> there's an ending you can get to where it ends the, the demo but okay. most people are having a hard time getting there because there's a lot apparently to do in 30 minutes and once you do 30 minutes you can never play it again or get the restart no each 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 run is 30 minutes oh, okay, okay and then at some point a demo will be taken oh, off yeah. of the story the speedrunners are gonna go crazy they're gonna finish the whole game already <laughs> <Yeah>. idiots i got you so it's it's a, it's an interesting little thing for sure. Okay. Well, yeah. I maybe I'll go through and watch some 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 plays of these games because I, I I just can't handle them myself. But it sounds cool, and I do want to watch people play Village because it seems like it's going to be a bit of a bit of a cultural cornerstone. Oh yeah. You should definitely watch somebody play Seven because that's a a real high point. You're saying this with it's, a it's smile crazy. on your face. <laughs> I mean, if you're not playing it yourself, it's a high point for sure. Because you got to fucking go out and fight those goddamn what are they mold the mold monsters? Oh god, Fuck the those mold. Things. Yeah, <laughs> mold scared the shit out of me, dude. I'm big on mold monsters. I was like, two of them. That's fine. I can do it. Holy crap, there's five. Oh god, yeah. run away. <laughs> Were you going to the basement that one time? And you turn right and you look, and there's five of fuckers in the basement <laughs> not facing you yet. No, fuck off. And you're like, oh, back there is the place you gotta go. Exactly. Fuck you. Is Village gonna have co-op? There's a co-op mode, yeah, but everyone says it's fucking terrible. Okay. That's what I well, Okay, on Steam, most of the reviews are bad because it's like, the servers don't work. Which is a stupid thing to complain about, yeah. but I guess it's somewhat valid. I was about to say, if there's a co-op through the game, I might, might watch YouTube play it. But yeah. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, Uh-oh. but I've heard rumor... Of Resident Evil 4, but in VR. And I'm just like, hold on. You're telling me I can experience this game again, but I can free aim my gun? Oh. Now, see, oh this is the part where I am certainly out. <laughs> yeah. You know, you built it up. You, I thought you were going to say 40 with, with Resident Evil 4 with co op, and you said VR, and I was like, oh, come on. You're, you're telling me you don't want to experience getting your head chopped off in a safe environment? <laughs> No, I don't. I think you. I think you might be the sole VR lover on on the pod. Listen, ever since I started playing Super Hot on VR, I've been shot in the head so many times. That's one of those games where, like, I'm glad I have a friend who has a VR setup because I probably would like to go over to his place and do Super Hot VR like for an hour or two. But I don't know if it's worth the economic investment on my own part. And then this, not a lot. I did enjoy when I I played VR a couple of times with my friend. I did very much enjoy Tilt Brush, the the painting in VR. That's really fun. Um, I think it's like free too on VR, and it's like really really detailed program. Also, the thing I like honestly, honestly, the thing I had the most fun with in VR was when you start up Steam in VR. Marcus, you probably you played Steam VR, Marcus. Yeah. You you know how you start out in that little room. With all the objects on the wall that you can like duplicate and play with, yeah. I did when I first played VR. I did that for an hour before I ever moved on to a video game. <laughs> it was so fun. So that that honestly is what VR should be. It is oh, you yeah. get to be in a room and you can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> That's VR. And it doesn't leave the room. All the sin stays here. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Nothing is recorded. Wink. We'll never know. <laughs> Wink. So Marcus, how is how is Genshin Impact in VR? Ah, uh, unfortunately, I haven't tried it yet. Uh, <laughs> wait, it does it have VR, like? Though? I mean, no. 
But since I have like the virtual desktop, I can technically play it with my headset. <laughs> okay, you can, it would just be it would just be the game, but closer. Yeah, gotcha. It it feels like it would if if it was truly a VR game though, it would lose the appeal because the waifus are why you're here, and you True. can't see them if you're in there if you're you're seeing it from a first perspective. True. But so hey. I don't know. Third person games are going to continue to exist. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Y'all seen that holographic Doom setup? Did y'all see that? No. No. Somebody did like, like Doom on a holographic screen. And the crazy part was if you turn your, your head, you can look around the corners in the game. Whoa. <laughs> Blew my fucking mind, dude. I was like, this is th- this is the future. The far future. But yeah, I, I could do that for sure. Yeah, see, just because of the... Uh binky baby that i am I, I don't think i just think most games in vr are just never going to work for me like i'm i very much want to play half-life alex and i understand i would never be able to do that in vr just because of my mm. the way i see things and <laughs> the person that i am but i would like to play I, apparently there is now a mod that lets you play it just with keyboard and mouse on a computer that sounds interesting to me but yeah i i think i think i think a, a healthy distance from the screen and the the world I'm immersing myself in is going to keep me grounded with video games. <laughs> also, I'm just way too paranoid. Put that fucking thing on. I'd be like, who is in the room with you right now? I know. Who's in here? I actually <laughs> do get kind of concerned about my surroundings. Like, even when I was at my friend's place, and I know that it's just like my friend there. Like, I'm, I'm still like, I get really claustrophobic in that thing. So yeah, I, it's, there's some kinks to work out for players like me and you, I think. <laughs> But you know what I say? Think about it. You think about it. Maybe, maybe we are the people who watched the first movie of the train coming at them, and we ran from the screen. That's what we are in the end. That maybe, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> I do fall for all these TikToks people send you of like it'll be like something completely normal happening, like so some guys just doing something, and then all of a sudden a baseball will come at the screen, and I always jump back when the baseball comes every time. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I, I am that guy, I guess. I would be like, why is there a train coming at me right now, you sorcerer? Yeah. <laughs> Which and then I would kill Charles Babbage or whatever his name was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the guy. I'll, I always get fooled by the, uh, the, the, the TikToks and the, uh, the little videos that end in the Skyrim beginning. Oh, the, the yeah. <laughs> Gets me every fucking time. Uh, yep. Uh, Classic pranks. So... Let's see here. What's going on, guys? There's. Okay. Oh, I guess we shouldn't talk about it until it's over. But there's a lot of people. I saw you know y'all, y'all know the guy, the Beanie Man, Tim Pool. Yes. The fail man. Yeah. He uh he recently posted a video about how Marvel has gone. You know the whole like go woke, go broke thing they they always say. Yeah. Because of the new episode, the newest episode of uh, what is it, the Bucky and the fucking Winter Soldier? Falcon and the Winter. You just said the same character twice. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> right. Bucky. You feel like there are two different people now, though. Anyways, um, he was like, it, it, they it, they went woke. They're going broke. They were like, yeah, they eighty percent people started watching, stopped watching the show after a certain point, and I'm like, where? What? Where's the numbers come from? Yeah. Who, where on earth is this guy getting Disney Plus streaming numbers from? <laughs> No, Netflix doesn't even do that shit, do they? Like, Netflix no. is never going to tell you people stop watching a show. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, because it's so, it doesn't make any sense at all. 
for Marcus, you're not watching. You're still watching the show, right? Not yet, but I, I will. So go at ahead. a certain point, <laughs> the show actually does make a good point of like, hey, America has been fucking with black people for forever, and he was just like making a simple point about historically this has been happening. Yeah. And apparently that's now we're all mad about it. Or I guess they're all mad about it. Yeah. Right wingers are mad. <laughs> that's when I'm I don't double like invested. Sh- Let's go. <laughs> I don't like the show very much, but I can't fault them. They actually said something fucking true. You don't like the show? Any- I, th- I think with the last two episodes, they have really fucking pushed me over the edge. We will talk about it when it, when it ends. If what I think is going to happen happens, we'll talk more about why I don't like the show. But interesting, interesting. We'll see. And the last two episodes it's- have sold me. At first, I, I, was, I didn't have a lot of excitement about the show. But now I am honestly just as excited for its finale as I was WandaVision, to be completely completely fair. Um, I think I, I love of, it. A lot of folks are be like, yeah, Marvel fucking trying to push their agenda down our throats. It's like, this is an accurate recounting of our history <laughs> for once. Yeah. And, it's right. a, and it's a story that's from Marvel Comics from fucking forever ago. So if you have a problem, take it up with them. You know? Right. And let's, yeah. let's not forget, like, back in Civil War, Captain America said the same thing. Basically, with the with the registration act, or oh it? yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, he did the Geneva, not Geneva, Geneva journals. <laughs> what if, damn damn letters? What if in the Marvel universe a Geneva convention is not a thing? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it probably isn't. <laughs> no, so the Geneva convention is just called it's called a uh, Gen Con. The, oh god. Okay, got it. Gen Con Europe. Uh, you're right, though, Marcus. He did. He did kind of say that. And a big part of the show is like, what does Captain America mean? Yeah. Right. Like, throughout history, myself as a Captain America hater, I know what I think he means, and the show has a different view. But there's at least one character on the show that that, that shares my view of Captain and America. See, I'm a Captain right. America fan, but I also see the criticisms clearly. I mean, mm-hmm. Isaiah says one of the dopest lines you'll ever hear in a Marvel show in like the very end of his conversation with Sam. And I was, I was pretty excited. I was, I was actually kind of surprised they went that far with, with some of the stuff Isaiah says. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I think, I think there's a lot that's going to happen in the finale. That it could be pretty cool. I guess in case you don't know, Marcus, there's a, there was a, a comic uh, called red, white and black. That was Basically, they were like, they tested out Super Soldier Serum on black soldiers, right? Mm-hmm. Without, it didn't work on most of them, and it killed them, and Matt and you know, did, did horrible things to them. And there was one uh, who it did work on, right? And he, when his unit was captured, he broke out of prison, or not broke out of prison, it was he broke out of the, the, the camp because they were being confined. And he took the Captain America shield and he went and he broke them out and brought them back. And he was thrown in jail for. 40 50 years and the show is 30 years not sure about the comics though yeah it was long fucking time yeah and so it's like it was one of the most interesting marvel storylines ever like they were like yeah captain america you know part of his creation was this horrible thing they did to these guys um so it was it was a really good one and they're putting that in the show in a way which is nice that's cool oh shit all right yeah i'm gonna have to start benching it tonight hell yeah taking a break from genshin I mean, I, I still got to get my dailies in, but you know, I'll, <laughs> I've got two screens, so I can do both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really suck your attention away from, from the show, <laughs> the game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can do most of your dailies with your eyes closed at this point, though. So maybe you can I mean, focus on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I've been binging a show recently, which is um, 
I'll say the full name of the show. It's Mobile Suit Gundam uh, Iron-Blooded Orphans. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, all suits are mobile. Don't bullshit me here. Just yeah. call it Gundam. All right? It's a suit that moves. I'm sorry. It was a pretty good show, you know, about Rebellion. Man, there's a, there's a part in this show, Marcus. Have you, have you watched it, Marcus? Not all of it. About halfway into the first season, it's like straight up like they bring the, the, the like the union of one of these space stations, guns and tanks. And it's like time to rise up against the fucking capitalists. And it happens. And the, the cops show up and kill them. I'm like, yes, I was in this room right here screaming, fuck the police. Let's do this. Kill them. And they fucking did. It was pretty great. It was all a big setup in the end. But I, I was pretty happy with, with the people actually saying like our conditions are terrible. And the reason is the fucking the businessmen. And I was like, yes, let's do this thing. Yeah. Oh, man. Hell yeah. So there was a no, slight it's... little element there that I, I enjoyed. No, you enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> oh, I did, yeah. I mean, to be fair, my memories of Gundam from when I was a kid are Gundam Wing. Yeah. I remember three mm-hmm. things. There were giant robots, there was a guy who played violin, and there was a big-ass lightsaber. Those are, and a light, Oh, there was also four things. There was a lightsaber scythe. So oh, there's yes. four things I remember. That one works underwater. Because <laughs> it was made in America. <laughs> is that really the truth? I mean, the pilot's American, so okay. I don't know if it, where it was made. I know about the racist Gundam show where that like oh, they God. had the the African Gundam <laughs> had like a zebra skin on him and shit. Like, yeah. that wow. was pretty great. And Mex- then the Mexican Gundam had a sombrero, an enormous sombrero. Yep. Had a sombrero. Yep. How yeah. is that tactical? When <laughs> you get out the of nether. The Netherlands Gundam has a windmill as part of it. Well, see, at least I can generate power. Like, I can see... Like, I can see, like, if I'm dumb, I could, like, come up... Well, if I was dumb. I could come up with a reason as to why it would somehow make sense. I don't see how a Sombrero on a robot is tactical. I mean, maybe that's where all the missiles are. I don't know. The African Gundam not only had a fucking zebra skin as part of it, it had a spear. Like, it's just like... Yeah. Come on, guys. Uh, that's the Wakanda Gundam. Okay, chill out. I feel like Wakanda stuff is so poisoned. <laughs> it's so hard to even talk about it at this point because yeah. libs have just co-opted. Oh but God, honestly, the it. the sword and shield did look like one uh, that Chad Chadwick Boseman used uh, in his fight. If with, if if Wakanda swords. had a Gundam, it would probably be more like a Voltron lion, wouldn't it? Like it had to be the Panther. Oh, yeah, man, that'd be sick. You'd have to. Yeah. This is why Voltron? Why, why, why did Voltron have lions? That's such a weird choice. Why does, why does anything have anything? I mean, would you <laughs> great? <so thank> you. <laughs> yeah. Would you prefer the the dino amalgamation of the Power Rangers, T Rex, Triceratops? Keep going. Uh, oh, you're you're criticizing Voltron? What are you? Uh, you hate Asian <laughs> culture? Is that what this is? <laughs> is that what this is? Was Voltron Japanese? I, have, I actually have no idea. Yeah. No clue. I think it was, but I'm not actually sure. Remember Zoids? Mm Mm-hmm. Zoids. Also, why the fuck did the Black Power Ranger get the one non-dinosaur? What do you mean? Mammoths are, like, ancient creatures. Humans hunted them, Marcus! I mean, are you saying hunted? I mean, hunted. Humans didn't hunt, like, T-Rexes and Pterodactyls? Yes. (laughs) The Flintstones is not a documentary. That you have a point. <laughs> Voltron so, yeah. is a Japanese American animated television show. Okay. Oh. 
Interesting. Yeah. Nice. Surprising collab there. You could say that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, good to know. Also, guys, this the new Zack Snyder movie, Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead, which mm. I think looks fun, to be honest. Maybe Zack Snyder can do it. Maybe make him make a, a fun film again. Uh, maybe if just from the trailer. Maybe it's the trailer doing this, but it seems like it's very over edited. Like I feel like there's just gonna be an insane amount of cuts for no reason. Maybe that's just the trailer I mean, making it seem that way. But I don't know. I'll judge it when I get there. It just I don't know. Some of it looks a little bit choppy to me. So we'll we'll see. But yeah, I think I think it looks like it'll it'll be a movie that I think will hopefully be at least pretty fun. But here's the interesting thing, Seth. They're starting already an Army of the Dead expanded universe that includes an anime TV show. Oh. Of course, you have to do that. And that, that focuses on Batista's character during the zombie war, and another Seth, and another movie focused on the German safecracker. Mm. Wow. Called called Army of Thieves. Here's the thing, though. Every time Zack Snyder starts your cinematic universe, it always works. So, (laughs) it looks like it's going to be pretty fruitful for Netflix, to be honest. The thing is, Netflix will definitely make these shows. I'm not sure if anybody will watch them, though. No, 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 no. And then Netflix will pretend... What Netflix has this incredible thing where they just pretend like stuff never happened. They'll just move on to the next thing so quickly. (laughs) Remember Lilyhammer? Yeah, that was the first Netflix original. The very first one. Who, Who ever talks about it? When they bring up their slew of originals, they never even talk about their first one. They always think their of House of Cards is... as their first one. Exactly. But now, don't, don't talk about that anymore. We can't mention House of Cards. Wait, what happened on House of Cards? <laughs> the new season speaking bad? Speaking of that, speaking of that, speaking of, of, of the bad man, Mr. Spacey, who definitely has murdered at least four people uh, uh, on his order, he got, Chris D'Elia got the Spacey treatment in Army of the Dead. They edited him out and replaced him with Tig Notaro. Yeah. Also, speaking of Kev- uh, Chris D'Elia, this is something that is hilarious to me. The other day, I was just scrolling on Reddit and I was watching some TikTok. It was it was a stupid TikTok. I didn't, I don't know why I watched the whole thing. Some girl was doing something, but the thing that blew my mind was at the end of the video, she's talking to her boyfriend or husband or whatever, and he is a, he's on the couch, fucking obviously completely drunk, like. Looks like he has no hope in his life anymore. I look at the name on the TikTok. It's Chris D'Elia. Oh, shit. And this man, I mean, he's still trying, I guess, for his wife, his wife or girlfriend's TikTok or whatever is trying to be funny. But I, he looks completely devoid of all hope and animation in his life in this video. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, holy shit. And he also looks, no offense. I don't, I don't want to shame him. But he honestly looks like he's gained about 30 pounds just during this time. And I, he looks bad and i was like is that is that fucking chris and Dalia? and it was <laughs> marcus i'm watching your face this entire time i've been talking do you know who chris Dalia is no clue whatsoever okay well good for you seth i have a question for you then yep. before we found out he was a pedophile did you know who he was oh definitely really you did i had never heard of him yeah i'd seen a bunch of his stand-up he was a pretty popular stand-up for several years wow yeah. i'd never heard of the guy yeah i thought i was i thought that was the most common thing i guess not no no i, I knew who he was i have seen the video where he finds out that snapchat videos can be saved that one is whole hilarious. life <laughs> i saw the, oh, no. the curb your enthusiasm <laughs> edit of that one and it's hilarious oh, <laughs> it's truly one of the most like Almost scripted moments, like like you said, Seth. The the the, the music fits so well. Yeah, <laughs> it's a subtle moment, but when you realize the context, it's like, oh, okay, well, 
all your shit just went up in flames. Boys, is that an episode? I think that is an app. It'd be. All right. Well, uh, this has been the Illinials Podcast. I'm Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. I'm Seth. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube at Part-Time Pretzel. I just posted a new YouTube video this week about difficult video games and why we play them and kind of the ins and outs of them. So, yeah, check that out if you want. I watched that. That was, that was good. Oh, thank you. I like your editing style. Oh, thank you. I, I like the thumbnail a lot. I, I was kind of proud of the thumbnail. It, it was nice. Uh, Marcus, you can find me at uh, Instagram at Mr. Beaches. And? And I occasionally do R in this podcast. I'm still trying to digitize. Uh, what's it Samurai Shamu. Yes. Our theme song was done by Ben Powell. He's been on the show before, especially in our movie review episodes. He has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown, where they talk about wrestling and they're from the South. If that sounds interesting, go check it out. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him get under it. Fuck the police. Amen, amen. You know what? Fuck the police. <laughs> Coming straight from the underground. <laughs> we have stopped trying to solve our problems and are trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, that's the Lenial's Podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.